Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hello, everybody. We are live. Um, today, we have a very, very exciting um, live but because um, this month is not only Dino's birthday month, but it's my anniversary month because it was in September 2017 when I hit the shores of the USA. And the rest is history, right? Wow, um, Christopher Columbus. Yes, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And he was Italian too, or so they say. Who knows? Yeah. That's another question for another day. But that's not what I'm speaking about. Um, what I was thinking about today is I went to the park. I love the park. And I decided that I was going to swing on the swings, right? Because why not? Of course, I did get some very odd looks from the mothers of the children. But <laughs> that was all part of the fun. <laughs> and yes, I know it's crazy. So I was thinking about play. How many times do we, um, we really need to play, right? We need to play so that we can free our minds and um, start getting more creative. And how does play affect business? Um, I also think about, for just a side note, on Picasso. If you ever look, I mean, look at Picasso's pictures. They're so distorted and weird and they just mess with your mind. But he was obviously playing and look how famous he is. So on that note, this is Karina, Break Fear, Find Freedom, but you know that. And of course, my awesome co-host, Dino. <laughs> hey, Dino, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. So what do you, what do you think about playing business? Playing business? Um, I don't think much of it. <laughs> uh, you know, I think you mean, like, don't take yourself very seriously. Um, obviously play to me is, you know, being silly, playing on the swing. I mean, I get it, but, uh, I, in business, I was just like a shark, man. I was all business. So, but, but, um, you have to appreciate when to not take yourself so seriously. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, you mentioned Picasso. Picasso said that, um, a genius has a little madness to him. Uh, yes. And you can tell, obviously, from his art. But keep in mind, Picasso wasn't really famous in the beginning. He was famous close to his death uh, when everything was starting to get commercialized and there were the Andy Warhols and the Chagalls and, and, and everybody else. He was one of the first, but... Um, you know, imagine, I mean, he, he wasn't as famous as he is now, that's for sure. No. Yeah. No. no. But um, what, so what I think what I'm really saying is how um, play affects creativity. As a, as a business owner and in business, you have to be creative all the time. Um, 
because you've got to just some well you don't have to be creative all the time you just have to be creative sometimes to to create maybe a, an offer or like this week hey you know what this week I'm a bit short of cash let me create an offer and I have to be a bit creative and and put it out to my audience and let's see what happens that's the kind of thing I'm thinking and I'm 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 thinking that's on the the level I'm thinking what do you think about that like the play as in as in freeing your mind and not being afraid to go out and be bold maybe that's a bit that makes more sense the not being afraid part is a, is is you know is mandatory i mean um you can't be afraid to try stuff um you can't be afraid to fail um, and I know it's scary to, you know, even the word failure, oh, I failed, I'm a failure. You know, those those things, there's such a stigma um, put with those words. They're just words, by the way. But um, how are you going to know success if you don't first know failure? I mean, how are you going to know, wow, I'm successful? I mean, does that ever come into your mind? Um, some of the things that they've described just in my career, right? Uh, you know, oh, wow, you know, you you thought of that. It was brilliant. It was that, you know, but at the time, it, it wasn't brilliant. It was survival. <laughs> I didn't think of it like, hey, you know what? What I'm doing right now is brilliant. You, you just don't think like that. Um, all I thought about was how am I going to pay my next bill or how am I going to feed my family or, or, you know, selfishly, how am I going to go out and take you know, my wife to dinner or, or my, my kids to a show, you know, bills are, uh, sometimes they're, they're smothering, they're all consuming and, um, people don't realize, I mean, there's a lot of pressure associated with just being alive today. I mean, you could say money isn't important, right? But it kind of is, as long as people accept money for payment on goods and services. Yeah, it is. And so you're going to say, well, you know, now there's different kinds of currency. It's the same thing. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm trading you this for that. So you need to have money to live. Yes. It's not the most important thing in the world, but there are, uh, have been countless times in my life where I've been counting pennies and, um, you know, overdrawn accounts and, you know, and it's embarrassing, but it happens. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that's experienced this, but I'll just talk about me. Um, so the things you do in the name of creativity, sometimes you, you, it, it's, it's, you don't feel like you're being creative. It's more like, I got to look at this thing from all angles. I got to pick it apart. I got to see it in a different way. I got to step away maybe to just clear my mind. Yes. Yes. And how do you step away? How I do it. Sometimes I'll go for a drive and I'll drive really, really fast. <laughs> sometimes I'll, uh, amazing I'll, thing. I'll play music, you know, some, sometimes I'll just, um, I'll watch a movie and, uh, lose myself in a, in a movie. I'm a, I'm a fan of old movies and I've watched movies over and over and over again because the good ones that touch me, I, I love that. Yes. So, um, that's, that's kind of how I look at what you're saying. Yes. So um, you go and drive very fast. Um, that's the best. I don't, I don't, um, I haven't driven here because obviously I don't have a license. Anyway, that's, that's also another story. But I remember in South Africa, that was like the best thing. Just 
drive and hopefully you don't get caught right because <laughs> that's a problem <laughs> yeah. so one of my, my one of my dreams is actually to go into germany and, and drive on the autobahn Just oh yeah yeah no well supposedly no speed limit but, yes uh, right now yeah. that's free um, and yeah. that's plain and, and 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 once you've done that and you come back I understand what you say it's like your mind's clear right and you can and you can see things from a different perspective so for yeah, me it's, it's like lying in the bath or taking a walk well it's also it's also uh you know I mean you know I, I I wrote a book I'm writing another one it's the same thing with you know writer's block um sometimes you get so close to the material you you get one-sided or jaded and you start taking a certain angle that's not what you're trying to do and um, I know it for me it stinks where you're just like I gotta just scrap this and start over again yes. but to avoid those pitfalls um you know you, you got to step away mm-hmm. there's there should be no time limit when you're writing uh by the way uh it it, it comes to you when it comes to you you write what you feel you can always edit later but um if you sit there and say like I, I think a lot of people do you know I have six months to write this and I I gotta do it or else you know you're already prone to writing not your best let's just put it that way that's a nice way to say it <laughs> because you have a deadline to yeah. reach Yes. And I know a lot of publishers, well, you know, you don't get paid until you finish this book. That's a hurdle, right? So um, you, you have to kind of trick your mind once in a while. You got to give it some fresh air, I think. Yes, yes, yes. And how else would you trick your mind? How else? You trick it all the time. It's a <laughs> remarkable instrument. It gets very used to what you do very, very quickly. And Mm -hmm. it's just like any muscle in the body, right? If you do the same exercise all the time, you will progress less than if you switch up your exercises or skip a day or two because your muscles have memory. They get used to it. Well, your mind is a muscle too. And what you do to it, you're exercising it. So um, it's a master of patterns, (laughs) <laughs> believe it or not, yes. more than people realize. And so if it gets used to a certain daily pattern, it'll just kind of, what's a good word? Um, it coasts because it's so powerful, so efficient. It just, it, there's no energy expanded, right? So some of my most creative moments have come in the middle of chaos. Yeah. And, the reason that happens is because your brain's just like, it's turned on. It's just like, okay, yeah, wait, wait a minute. Weren't we supposed to do this? <laughs> Weren't we supposed to go for a walk? Were we, you know, all of a sudden it's just like, bam, here's a crisis. All right, handle it. Yes. I'm not yes. saying it's fun all the time, and, you know, but, but it happens. And, and so it, for me, the most creative moments that I've ever had didn't come when I'm comfortable or coasting it's come when I'm lean and mean and hungry and in business let's just put it this way um, a hungry shark is dangerous right a, a fed shark you know I mean it's still dangerous but you know not 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 to the same degree mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't want to put a bad stigma on business 
you know, but all business people, entrepreneur people, uh, they'll understand what I'm saying. Um, some, sometimes you, you have to take away all the comforts in your zone. Yes. 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 In, in, in order for you to, to perform yes. at your peak level, right? It's what pushes you. Yes, definitely. Because I find that complacency kills. You know, when you're complacent, when life is just like cool and oh, this is great. You know, I'm just chilling. Life's beautiful. I, I, and you get into that rut. And then one day you look around and you think, whoa, what have I done? What's happened to my life? And it's, and you think, no, it's time to stop and to to smell the roses and to change everything. But you have to get to that point. I don't know why we have to get to that point where you say, you know what, enough is enough is enough. I need to move now and do the next and and actually become create well, become like the the hungry shark. Yeah, I mean, but it never. There's no end destination to what we're talking about. By no, the way, no, no. It, and and I don't know how other people handle retirement or anything like that, but if retirement was an end destination. I'd lose my mind, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's good to be comfortable. It's, it's good to be satisfied. Obviously it's good to be content, uh, but not for long, just Mm -hmm. like it's good to be hungry and it's good to be aggressive and it's good to be creative, but not for long. Yes. Everything changes throughout your life and it's always fluid. You know, uh, what is satisfying for me today may be different tomorrow. Um, and that, and, and that's the beautiful part about it, right? Yes. If we keep looking at things like, okay, I'm going to beat this. I'm going to survive this. I'm mm-hmm. going to, you know, overcome this. You're looking at it like a race that finishes this race until you die, never finishes, you know? And when you when you understand that, maybe you wouldn't be so quick to get to your destination because uh, because there never is an ending point, as far as I'm concerned, right? No, yes, um, you're right. Yeah. Um, yes, and uh, and you know, there's that there's that um, there's a there's a stati- stati- statistic. Sorry, there's a statistic that says that, and you and you can see it that people that retire. Um, they they stop work or whatever they do, and then they go and sit on the on the rocking chair and watch their lives go by. Um, in five years, they did because they just have no me no meaning, no nothing in their lives, and it's they kill themselves. Um, so it's interesting for me. I don't think um, well, I don't think I'd ever retire because there's always something more to do. There's always a new adventure to do. There's always somewhere else to go. There's always a new book to write or <laughs> whatever it is. Um, so uh, that's just the excitement of life. Yeah, and and your journey doesn't always have to be self-serving. At some point, what I've found is people that have achieved uh, milestones in their life, you know, successful points in their life, they've come with some damage. I mean, they've had some crashes, and that's, that's part of life. Yeah. But at some point, you know, especially when you get older, the crashes are more detrimental to your health. I mean, they become more dangerous. You know, it is, you know, the, the way people describe stockbrokers, stockbrokers aren't the only ones that feel that rush and those those highs and lows. You know, there's a lot of professions um, 
that that give you that same kind of feeling. And, you know, as good as it is, it also is exhausting. Right. And you got to you got to kind of find a balance. But at some point, um, there's also the journey where now instead of thinking about yourself, you start thinking about others. As an example, instead of hoarding all my knowledge and, you know, not sharing it, um, there comes a point where you want to help others become successful. You want to help others by mentoring them. That's rewarding in itself as well. So for me, well, it's me, but for me, I don't think at one point where I thought I would stop and do nothing, literally nothing. Uh, that's obviously an impossibility, but you know, there's so many other things, um, out there. There's so many people that you can help. There's so many businesses that you can lend a hand to. There's so many speaking engagements. There's, you know, all kinds of things. And that's rewarding too, you know? So I'm looking now at the stage of my life, the things that I'm doing are just as rewarding, if not more rewarding than when I was a hungry shark uh, in the water and just like, just laser focused and just going after what I wanted. I mean, Mm -hmm. so it's also the stage in your life where you put priorities in place, right? Yes, 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 of course. That's a very different. I mean, in your 20s, you've got different ideas to when you when it's later on. Um, and everybody has their own path and everyone chooses their own their own vision for their lives. Um, but for me, I have to go back to the helping, the helping other people. That's very rewarding. And it, it gives back so much. And that's where you get a lot of balance. Um, when you see that like with coaching clients, when you see that they've come from here to here and some of them have even outgrown you, <laughs> that is that is a beautiful thing. Well, that's the best, that's the best compliment, isn't it? Yeah. You know, when you see yeah. people emulating your style or your philosophy or uh, even your posts, uh, I can't tell you how many posts I see posted by other people. And I'm not like, Hey, that's mine. I'm just like, all right, that's good. That's a direct compliment to you and take it that way. You know, don't ever take it as a threat. So, um, yeah, I get it. I understand what you're saying. Yes. Um, yes, it's very good. So, um, and, and another thing I was thinking about is you mentioned don't ever see it as a threat. Um, again, that's about the self-worth thing because it's very easy to say, hey, what are you doing? Um, why are you taking my stuff? And it's like, meh, it doesn't really matter. It's, it, is, it is a compliment. And then mm-hmm. I, I'm also thinking um, about competition. A lot of people say, well, you should be looking out for your competition and seeing what they do and all that. And for me, I've always believed that there's never been a competition. Um, And I don't know why this has come up now. So I'm just, um, there's no competition because there's no one out there like you. And there's no way, no way that anybody can do like Dino the way Dino does or coach the way Dino does or the way I do. So what are your thoughts about that? Well, I agree with you. I, I, I don't think that there's competition. Um, I, you know, a lot, a lot of people spend millions and millions of dollars to research their competition. What are they doing? What are they doing better? Okay. I get that. And, and that's an important part of the corporate structure. I, I get that. Right. Um, one of the reasons people are so anxious to have you sign non-competes. Oh my God, we have important information. 
And that might be true with Fortune 500 company. I, you know, I don't know. I've never worked for a Fortune 500 company, right? So you're asking the wrong person. But as far as my world um, and the businesses that I've been involved with, I I didn't really care um, what everybody else was doing. Um, because I knew that there are certain things that I follow and it's 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 been burned in my brain. I mean, I was raised by mentors. That's the best way to explain it. Mm. Um, a lot of them. And um, they're old school philosophies um, before there was all the social stuff, before there were the all the how-tos and the you know, YouTube videos on how to do this or how to, you know. Yeah. There were these guys. And um, basically, for lack of a better word, I mean, I, I almost like lived, I, I consumed their brains is really what it came down to so much that I became a mini me, like a living, breathing, walking, talking, yeah. carbon copy of these people. And like you mentioned, at some, and you're accurate, at some point, I surpassed my master, if we're going to get very dramatic, right? Yeah. And they never looked at it as a threat. They looked at it like, wow, look at my boy. I mean, look, look what he's done. So don't discount the old school stuff. Um, that said, you know, fast forward when I had my own businesses and I was pursuing my own career, I had that mentality that, you know, people can be this, that, 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 that. But I don't think anybody really can outwork me the way I do stuff. And I don't mean outwork like hours in a day. Um, you don't have to work 20 hours a day to be the hardest worker. It's just that extreme efficiency, learning people's patterns, learning responses, the timing, um, anticipating things instead of being on the defensive. You're, you're kind of, you know what I mean? It's, it really is a game of chess. Uh, seven level chess sometimes. Um, and it takes patience and it takes determination and all that stuff. But did I really want to look at my competition and get tainted by what they're doing wrong, in my opinion? No, I'd rather look at it like I'm on a corner block and the lot that I bought is right next to a McDonald's and I'm going to build a Burger King. Well, you're going to have two hamburger places on the same block. Yes. Right. You see it all the time. So were they so afraid of competition or are they saying, hey, you know what? There's enough business for all of us, because obviously, you know, this is a pretty cool corner. It's how you look at things. Um, another example, uh, domain names, <laughs> you know. Yeah. I got to find the catchiest domain name. I got to find the easiest one to type. I got to find one that's got my name in it. You know, uh, my name, DinoMiliotis.com. I had that, but I, I, I didn't want it anymore because you know what? You can misspell my name. <laughs> that's a lot of words. <laughs> but instead of being so caught up in um, the catchiest.com that you can find, Maybe it could be something completely different. It doesn't have to be your name. Maybe it's your mantra. Maybe it's what you do. Maybe it's how you make people feel. And so that opens up a whole new world of available domains, right? Mm -hmm. 
I know this is a bad example, but hear me out. So when people sit there and say, I need to hit one out of the park, I need to figure out that clever way to do something. And it's got to be different. It's got to be special. You'll lose your mind trying to create that clever thing um, as opposed to just sitting back and letting things come to you. Right. You have so many more options. Mm-hmm. Just like your domain names. I'm fixed on my name. The Dino Miliotis, the real Dino Miliotis, uh, you know, all, all these variations. I can go crazy insisting that I have to use my name. But who's that serving? <laughs> Not, you know, I mean, if, if, if there's ways to do it where I, I could I could call it ABC company, it'll still be linked to my name. You Google my name, it'll come up anyway. So why am I so hung up on the name? Uh, so, so a lesson, you know, to what you're saying, sometimes when you get so immersed and focused on one thing, you miss all the other choices around you. Mm-hmm. And so what you have to do is step back and just say, wow, this is a much bigger screen than I thought. And there's more infinite choices now because you did step back. Right. Um, so there you go. There's my take on it. <laughs> I love that because it's so easy. Um, it's very easy to just get focused on one thing and your life falls, your life just carries on around you and you don't realize everything that's happening around you. Yeah. Um, but but again, I also like um, what you were saying about expecting, waiting for things to come to you. Um, and, I'm, and I'm not saying like not doing anything and I know that's not what you're saying. But I think if you if you stay now, I'm going to take it a bit to the spiritual level just for a second. But um, if you stay focused and centered and um, in 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 faith and trust, um, that happens anyway. Um, so I just thought I'd let you I just thought about that, too. Uh, so, but what I want to also go back to, um, so you were talking about chess game, right? Mm-hmm. So the game of life, it's playing, right? In that sense, yeah. I mean, again, I mean, when I think of playing, I just think of like silly kids dancing and singing and, you know, and that's fine. That's good. But a playful attitude is probably, for me, it makes more sense uh, um, be- because it's it's, you know, don't. Don't take yourself so seriously. Like if I think that people watching this are going to immediately like levitate <laughs> after the wonderful things that we talked about, you know, I got another thing coming. I, I, I got to be the one that that's able to to laugh at myself and not take myself so seriously. Yes. Right. Um, and the other thing is, is that regardless of the whimsical nature or feeling that you have, Here's one thing that I'll, I'll say is stick to giving advice um, instead of telling people what to do. Tell them what you did and make sure it's a real experience and not theory. I think people are sick and tired of you should do this. You should do that. Yeah. I think people are sick and tired of uh, the lectures or what's worse, the scholars. And I know, I know I'm touching a bad subject. I'm the guy that's posting scholars quotes all week on my, on my platforms. But, you know, a, a learned man who's well read on other people is smart, is wise. Um, you, you should listen to them. But 
somebody who's not so book smart, but has lived all the experiences that they're talking about, there's a another whole wide range of value right there, right? Mm-hmm. You've done it. Yeah. You're not just reading. Well, you know, like you said, statistics show, okay, who took the survey? How many people did they, <laughs> did they interview? I mean, they can't interview the people that died. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, <laughs> so even, even those statistics, right? It's as impressive as it sounds. You know, what's the data? Did they use 100 people, 1,000 people, two people? Who knows, Right. But when you're talking about yourself and you're talking about your own experiences, you can detail exactly not only what you did, mm-hmm. but the emotions you felt yeah. at every single point yeah. in that in that journey. That information to me is priceless. It is back to what I'm saying. The world needs more storytellers about real life and they need less stories about suppositions and fantasy and what ifs and guessing um, or I think it should be this way or it should happen you know I get that out of your vocabulary those things to me are meaningless you know if you want to try something learn by doing and um, while you're learning by doing Ask somebody who's actually done it, um, not lectured on it or (laughs) read about it. And I'm not saying these people aren't valuable or or not smart. I mean, I'm I'm nobody to to say that about anybody. I just find that this is a, um, you know, it's the same kind of, you know, message, but it's it's a different world. And so I'm not changing my message, but I'm changing my delivery. I understand a little bit better a little bit better. Um, What's missing in today's world and what's missing in today's world is the real experiences of real storytellers. And uh, I think that's priceless. Yes, it is. And, and it's, it's with, and it's with that, that you get the connection with your people and um, you can grow together and, and, and create the community that everybody's craving for, but it's a community of like-minded people and you, and you're working. It's, it's a community of truth almost, right? Where you're connecting on a, on a real level, real, where you're connecting on a real level. Whereas um, if you, if you have the, the book smart, I mean, book smart is book smart, right? Whatever you have the book smart, you know, all the so-called statistics, you know, this, and you know, that theory and that theory. And, a lot of people, and I've seen that here. A lot of people, because they they're book smart, they think that they know how the person on the foot on the street feels, right? Right? They know how the person, the the the, the homeless person feels. Okay, I, I I know. I always go back to that, is because um, I work a lot with the homeless um, community, right? Mm-hmm. They think that they know what the homeless person feels, but they cannot know because they've never been on the street. They've never been. They've never felt those feelings. Um, and so there's a disconnect, and there's and that's where and that's where you have the, the the problems because you have this person who thinks that they know it all and they're trying to put their opinions on these people and they're saying no, but that's not what we want and that's not what we need. So I think you you've just hit it right on the head, Rock. It's it's perfect where you're at, right? And of course you've seen the pattern, <laughs> and you've had the and you've seen and you've got the foresight to see what is needed. 
Well, I mean, you know, there, there's nothing more clear to me. Like I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the, um, the wellness, uh, right. Which, which includes recovery and it includes addiction, but it also includes anxiety and mental illness and depression, um, which are far more, you know, uh, than, than, than you realize. Um, you know, again, I, I'm not a therapist. I'm not a licensed anything. I'm not a doctor, but you know, um, there's really not many experiences that you can complain about. Let's just put it that way that I haven't personally felt, mm-hmm. uh, including not caring if I'm alive or dead. I mean, you know, I'll, I'll say it. Yeah. And so for somebody like that, to not talk about them, but talk about me, those, that, that, that's, it's, it's welcomed information in that world. They trust you, first of all. You, you've not only read about it, but you've, you've lived it. Yeah. And, um, and then you, um, you know, the, the, the killer ending is that you, you also have the ability to inspire them because I'm not telling them, hey, if you do these things and think like this, you should become they're looking yeah. at me saying, this yeah. is a guy who's got a bar in his house who's finishing <laughs> a half a handle of vodka a day for 20 years. He's got a bar in his house. Okay. I've seen it. It's real now, you know? Yes. Instead of me saying, well, you know, try this. Take, you know, go to your liquor store and, you know, put get, get to, don't try this at home. Okay. But I'm just saying it's different to just sit there and do this. And it's different to lead by example. Yes. And I believe in leading by example. Uh, I, I'm not Mr. Noble. I'm not Mr. Uh, you know, I'm not above everybody else. But if you're going to stress a point that you find very passionate and, and important, you better make sure you've lived it and you can walk the walk and talk the talk. Otherwise, in, especially in this particular world, this new world, um, you're a phony and you'll be, they'll smell you out in two seconds. So it's not so much for me anyway to be popular and have the best one-liner post ever. I post what I feel. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I post, sometimes nobody likes it. Okay. Sometimes, you know, a certain category like it. Some other day I'll post something else, a different category. So you're always touching on some emotion. Yes. But the best part is you're touching somebody, right? I'm not worried about who I'm touching. I'm just posting what I feel at that particular time. And um, that's the most genuine way I know to interact with a a new world, um, a younger audience at times, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Or reinforcing to an audience of my peers or elders what's in the back of their head. But sometimes it takes a loud mouth like me to just spew it out. You, you just never know, but you have to be authentic in what you do. So the play thing, I'm going to go back to that to tie it up. Right. It's not play to me. Like I know you love the swings and stuff. I'm not, I'm not making fun of you. I don't think of play that way. I just think of play. Like don't take yourself so seriously. You're not that important in the whole speck of things. Yes. You're this, yes. but this can blossom to a lot bigger stuff. So um, lately I've been calling myself a, uh, a seed planter because that's about all I am. 
I can't make you do something. I can't convince you. I can't shame you. Um, I, I can't. All I could do is just show people a living, breathing example of 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 my real life, um, mm-hmm. which is highs combined with lows. Always, it never changes, but a constant uh, desire to learn the patterns of a new world, because because it, it's it's all the same. It's run by people. Don't forget, it's still mm-hmm. run by people. Yes. So, anyway, that's my take on it. Yes, um, and yes, and I agree with you. If you you can't uh, you can't talk your you can't go out and say, okay, this is how I've lived and this is my my story or whatever it is. If you're not living those principles yourself, um, because then then there's again there's a disconnect within yourself. So you have to have that whole connection almost yeah. of 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 things. And and somebody who's always happy, by the way. Is a phone. You're not always happy. Okay. You could turn it off like that, turn it on like that. Yeah. I'm the one that, that keeps saying that. And that is absolutely true. But you're not always going to be happy. You're going to feel sadness at one time or another for a variety of reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, that's normal too. And um, I challenge a lot of people to post that as well. You know what I mean? Not just post so-and-so's feeling sad today with the sad emoji. Say why. Yes. yes. You know what I mean? Yes. I, 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 I've been writing my my second book. I mean, mm-hmm. people know that. And, man, those there were three continuous days of writing. And I knew I shouldn't have done it, but I just wanted to just, of course, touch the sun like Icarus. <laughs> and it was just this just wham, this outpouring of just sad, like reliving scars and scabs that just hit me to the point where I was just like, oh my God, why do I feel like this? This is, you know, what's the salty discharge coming out of my eye? I mean, you know, I was, I was bawling. I was sobbing. Yeah. Yeah. And um, instead of just hiding it, I decided to post something about it. And uh, my post touched other people. Basically saying it's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to feel this way. It's okay to you know do this and 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 don't believe every snapshot that you see on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. It's just a continuous way people live. It's just a picture. It's just a yes. snapshot. Yes. You know, it's it's yes. part of them. It's not all of them. And so uh, don't get confused and think that everybody's continuously happy with a permanent smile because they're not. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be. Um, and that was another post. I just wanted to bring this up now that I was thinking about it. Um, I, I saw a video um, and I, and I shared it on someone on LinkedIn. I don't know who it was um, about how everybody's stuck. And we've spoken about this as well, about everyone, how everyone's looking at their phones. It's almost like I said, it's almost like an, a, a zombie apocalypse. And the interesting thing was about how, because I've, I've noticed on LinkedIn, there's a lot of women that, you know, are always like showing off and taking photos, which is fine. It's nice. You know, they're looking nice, but what's interesting, what was interesting in this video is that you have the black and the white. So you have this, this woman outside her photo and she's like, you know, tired and broken and um, whatever it is, it's black and white. And then she's in front of the camera and she's showing herself off. And it's just a photo as mm-hmm. well. 
Um, and it's so easy to to compare yourself to those kind of photos where you you know you can lose yourself and say, hey, you know what? They obviously got a brilliant life. I also posted it on there. They must have a brilliant life because look how they look all the time. So we, I think we need to be careful about that kind of thing as well. Um, it's so easy to just fall into that rabbit hole and it just consumes you and create creates you, it creates pain in your life, which is really not true. Yeah. So going back to truth, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you know, LinkedIn is LinkedIn. I mean, I, I'm no expert in LinkedIn, but, you know, sometimes you'll see, I mean, they're very bright people, many, many, many bright people, right? They're running their companies, CEOs, whatever. But uh, I just kind of get amazed by the, the glamour shots of these gorgeous women dressed in evening attire, evening gowns, almost like they're going to a movie premiere or something like that. And then yeah. they'll tell you an insightful thing about business life or life in general. And then everybody, oh, you know, and it's just like, I get it. You know, you're stopping traffic because of your looks, but then you're saying something to back it up. You're saying, hey, you know, I'm no dummy. I know what I'm talking about. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. But that's the, that's the whole thing. Uh, will I post myself in only a tuxedo? No, <laughs> you know, am I going to get the same looks as uh, these gorgeous women in evening gowns? No, but um, somebody will find what I have to say uh, inspiring enough to maybe store it in their memory banks and use for another day. That's my goal. It's, it's not to stop traffic and get the most likes. It's to um, post something I mean and feel and have it lived uh, that possibly, possibly can be inspiring and motivating to somebody else. Yes. That's it. Yes. It's not, ooh, you know how many, how many, you know how many followers I have this week? You know, <laughs> see my statistics, uh, you know, did, did they like me back? Did they like, like me back? Did they support me? Did they laugh? Did they share? Did they heart? Wow. Uh, you know, way too confusing for me. I'm sorry. And I know people go through it and it, it really is incredible how the banter uh, moves up your statistics. I can do that all day long and never even scratch the surface yeah. of these brilliant social marketers. Do I want to? No. Um, I, I like being me. I like still meeting face to face. I like having... Um, speaking engagements where I'm actually talking to real people. If I have mm -hmm. to, I'll do the virtual Zoom. I get it. But in most cases, um, I'm happier getting in my car, driving 200 miles to meet a group that I'm going to talk in front of than um, arranging a Zoom meeting or, you know, anything like that. It, 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 it's a different thing but you're not going to change the electricity you get from face to face oh, yes. interaction. Yes. Uh, there's no artificial intelligence known today, at least to me, that is going to give you the same stimulation as that personal interaction. You may not reach the same amount of people as a post, but you're going to touch more people yes. than any post that I know of. 
Yes, yes, I agree with you. Um, and, and that interaction, and, and also I think you'll, you'll reach more people with that live um, speaking face-to-face uh, -face, and they'll share it with others. So you probably have, um, you'll probably have more of an, uh, an impact. You know, yeah, I, really I don't even care if they share it with others. Yeah, I just yeah. care like in a closed group, in a closed setting. If I'm talking to uh, like Chicago next month, I'm going to, speak in front of a large group. I don't care who they share with necessarily. Um, if they do, you know, um, whatever. But um, I, I just care about who's in the room. And my goal is to touch as many people as I can with a powerful message about, uh, you know, the, the principle, this one is the principles of success, the old school mm. stuff. Um, it's not postable. I mean, there's no phones in, in this thing. I mean, whoever is in it pays, they get in, but when they get out more so than just resharing and, Oh, you know, I, I, I was, my camera took a little bit, a little video more, more so than that. I'm more interested in the seeds that have been planted in each of these minds, young minds in many cases. And, and see what happens. You know what I mean? That's, classic spreading it's not the post that's shareable that that the spreading that's going to resonate that's going to really change somebody's life it's when you sit down and you can connect and face to face is just magic as, as far as i'm concerned that's my element i mean just give me a, i'm i'm there um <laughs> But the result after uh, my speaking engagements are, um, they're magical. I mean, there's a lot of people that come up that are touched, that are moved. You talk about obvious old school things, which there's nothing intricate about what I talk about. But for some people, it's like, aha, it's like, it's so simple. It's brilliant. Because you overcomplicate your life with all these overcomplicated things that we have today. Yes, 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 yes. That's why, again, you need to play. Well, I think it's about perspective again. <laughs> so I was taking it literally, playing on the swings, but it's about perspective, like you were mm -hmm. saying. Mm -hmm. um, just have that playful attitude. And, hey, you don't know what will come out of it. Exactly. So this was a, a pretty um, good uh, one. So what uh, have you got any closing thoughts, Dino, before we leave today? Yeah, don't take yourself so seriously. That's about it. Yes, yes, I like that. Um, and I'm going to add to that, like, get over yourself, because sometimes you do. You just have to get over yourself and move on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> so... Thank you, everyone. Thank you for everyone who's been watching. Um, just if you've got questions, put them in the just put them in the group because that's where we are here right now. Now uh, we've got some some things coming up um, just as a teaser, but we'll talk about that soon. And um, as for that, I think we're going to end it now and have a beautiful day. So thank Take you. Everyone. Have an awesome, awesome day, and you do the same. see you next week. Bye, okay. everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.